0: Good evening and welcome to the RT show. I'm Richard and I have the pleasure of coasting alongside my fellow co-hosts, Simon and Jez. Today, we are joined by Nick Wood. He's a personal trainer. How are you guys doing?
1: Good, good. Good, thanks. Well done. thank okay. you.
0: Okay, um, we're going to be delving into a show. It's been an interesting start of 2021. Obviously, we're still in a national lockdown and then obviously... Um, What's been happening over the pond in America? So, today we're going to talk about obviously Trump and uh, what happened on January the 6th. Um, we'll go into keeping health and fitness during lockdown and what we can do to enable that. And we're going to lastly finish with a quick fire round on some WWE. We're going to get into it. We're going to talk about obviously what happened at January the 6th um, in Washington. Just Give a quick backstory. There were some riots from several groups supporting Trump's administration. They actually stormed the Capitol and went inside some of the historic buildings. I just before I give my thoughts and opinions on it, I just want to I'll go around the podcast and see what your views are on it. Um I'll start with you, Jez. What's your thoughts about what happened January the
1: 6th? Yeah, when from me seeing it personally, I mean, the surprise, I mean, there was two elements of it. I was surprised, but also not surprised in a sense that I knew something like this was brewing for so long. I think a lot of the incitement that Trump has been tweeting banned from Twitter now. By the way, <laughs> I don't think he's back on it any unless he's using a rogue account. But he's been inciting the fire for a long time, and I think some of the words he's put in place, you know, with him coming to the end of his reign, it's almost like, like this is my Last chess piece. I'm moving now. You know what I mean? I've done everything. i lost all my pawns. This is the last one to go checkmate. And I'm going to then, you know what I mean, get all the guys in. And I'm not going to call them rioters. Terrorists, really. That's in my opinion, the terrorists, the, the damaging property that... I was speaking to my mum about this, actually, the other day, that a lot of the um, African-Americans had an influence on a lot of those buildings as well. Building the structure of those buildings that are prominent to American society, to the people of America. And he should be embarrassed as a president, really. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's been an embarrassment anyway from the start, um, in my opinion. And the inauguration's tomorrow for Biden. So in my opinion, I mean, I've got no words for the guy. I mean, that, all I can say is good riddance, really. And from what's happened, it's such a shame on a country so big that has such a massive impact on the world. And everybody's eyes are watching that how massive that impact has had. And... They've got a lot of work to do now. I think it's given Biden and um, Harris a lot of work to kind of get the country back into where it is. It needs to be really, and get the people on side. I think you don't want to have that divide as there already is. You want to kind of get everyone together. And the people who did storm that building, I'm hoping they get dealt with in the right manner. And comparing it to how the Black Lives Matter situation happened was very interesting because if it was a similar stance where... As you said, black people were storming a building of that nature. I'm not sure we'd be seeing one dead person. I think we might be seeing a lot more bodies because of just this, just the situation that kind of like the, and the way the police are. I saw videos of police letting them in to the building. I saw a guy dressed up as JK Jamiroquai. I mean, it's embarrassment, embarrassing really. I mean, it's it's laughable in a sense because people dressed up. People are, and the worst thing is some of these people are in, like in high end jobs. Directors of companies, and I saw one guy who I follow on Twitter, who's used um, to starring in The Wire, and he recognised that one of the uh, people is like a CEO of one of the massive manufacturing, and another person was from a food company. So these people are like in big, big chain and stores and stuff, and you're thinking to yourself, well, what is you know what I mean, Why, what are they actually doing? They're ruining their own reputation, they're ruining their own businesses, because people aren't going to go on and go in there after knowing that they're supporting a regime based on, the beliefs of white supremacy which I believe is up and, um, and that's what their thoughts were around the flag Do you know what I mean all those sorts of things kind of come into your mind and it just it's just shocking in my my opinion and that's all I've got to say on that really I think it's just just good riddance and you know what I mean hopefully America can move on. Thank
0: you Jess thank you for that uh yeah it's yeah I think a lot of people are sharing your views um Simon I'm gonna go to throw it to you what what, what are your
2: thoughts? 100% waste. He's, you know, he's incited insurrection. But but it has all along, you know, the language use that that you mentioned there, Jers, throughout his presidency, his language use has been inflammatory uh, when it's been anything that's not been right-wing. You know, people have been labelled rioters and looters. Again, you know, predominantly, you know, Lives Matter protests, that's how he was referring to the pro- protesters, and then he referred to people who attacked the the main, the White House aside, but the main Democratic building, it's the equivalent of the Houses of Parliament, the Capitol building in America, he referred to those as good people, and he's just, he's a maniac, he's, you know, when he took office, I think lots of people were fearful he'd create a, a world war, but he ended he ended, you know, he's leaving office, where he's is almost the point where he's starting a civil war or he's, or he's inciting, you know, people to bear arms um, and take to the streets. And I think he actually said that, didn't he, a couple of months ago. It was just... He is, is an embarrassment to the country. And the scary thing is, you know, that this man could potentially go run for office again in, in whatever office that may be. It could be the presidency, it could be a governorship, it could be as, as a senator... Which is why um, I think the Democrats are so eager to have him impeached, even though he will have left office after tomorrow. But if the impeachment goes through, he will—he won't be able to run for office again. And that, you know, it has to—it has to go through because you know somebody like that, in a in a position of power that he's been in, is so he is so dangerous, and he's just proven that time and time again how dangerous he is. And um, Mitch McConnell, the leader of the Republican Party, the party that, that Trump, difficult to say, represents, even though it is like the right wing, you know, keep the rich, rich party over there. He, he kind of goes beyond that, doesn't he? But yeah, Mitch McConnell, who's the leader of that party, has, has condemned Trump and said that, you know, he incited that. So when the leader of, of, that, of the party that you supposedly represent is speaking up against you, that speaks volumes in itself. Uh, he was it was never fit for office anyway. He was you know he was elected through his media personality really because he was he was famous he was celebrity and that's unfortunately I think in America that goes such a long way um, as as it has shown on many occasions. I know lots of actors and celebrities have been elected to office. Arnie, um you know, uh, Jesse Ventura, Ronald Reagan. Some of them have made a half decent job of it, but it's just. You know, he was just a completely different kettle of fish, and he's shown throughout his four-year term, he's just been there, garner attention. It feels like, and create controversy. He's he's just he's damaged the country so much that you know. I think Biden said he's going to on his first day, he's going to he's going to get rid of start getting rid of some of those policies that Trump put in place because they've been so damaging so he just he, he does literally need to start work as soon as he takes office because it's the damage is is so massive and then you know things are deep rooted in in america and in the world and we've spoken about this on previous shows many many times and jez as you pointed out you know there's ceos from big companies were part of that attack on the capital and they you know they're they're in powerful positions as well and it's it's so concerning that those kinds of people have those views and are supporting somebody like Trump and going to the lengths that they've gone to to try and de- deny democracy, which is what Trump was doing. Mm. Democracy had taken place. He just couldn't handle the fact because, you know, he's, he doesn't lose, does he? Let's face it, he's, he's not a man that loses, but he lost. He lost the election, but he just can't come to terms with that. And that's all that was about, you know, it was his ego couldn't take the fact that he lost. So because of that, he incited a riot that could have turned out to be a heck of a lot more. It was serious enough as it was, but it could have been a lot more serious than it, than it was. And in the long term, you know, who knows what, what that's going to lead to. And, and tomorrow, Biden's inauguration, that you know, there the has to be more troops on the street than are current, uh, currently serving in, in Afghanistan. That, that's a whole different conversation in Afghanistan, but it just shows if they need to have that many troops there to try and stop Trump supporters creating havoc, there's something massively wrong with the democracy over uh, in America at the moment. But that's been created by Trump in four years, and it's going to take a long, long time to, you know, to try and undo that damage and then address the damage that was already there. That we all know about, that's in society. So yeah, you know, you could almost think it was unfathomable. But when you when you look at Trump's presidency, it, things that have been brewing throughout, I haven't they? Like I said, with his, his language use and his outlandish Twitter posts, uh, he, he he just his waste, and that's it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Might drop. Yeah, um, Nick, I'm gonna throw it to you. What's your opinion on Trump?
3: And the right sure there's anything to yeah I'm not sure if there's anything to add after what Simon just said <laughs> to be honest <laughs> that was that <laughs> was a mic my... drop you were <laughs> <laughs> right um, yeah I mean I, I well... Biden's got his work cut, cut out for him, definitely. The next four years is going to be unraveling the damage that Trump has really done to the country, and probably the four years after that, and who knows how much longer. Um, I didn't... I mean, the, the, what happened on... Was it the 6th of January, was it? Yeah, 6th of January. Yeah. Well, I heard bits and pieces about it, but I don't really watch the news that much, or because I'd rather... I just, I just think it's toxic to be totally honest i'd rather mm. stay away from it i saw it the next day via just different like twitter links and stuff popping up on my phone so i just saw a few videos and that was my that was what i kind of saw um i think it sounds like you two boys have uh looked at it a lot more in depth than, <laughs> than i probably have mm. but yeah like simon said it's probably like it was lucky it wasn't worse than what it was, really. Um I mean it was quite well contained, but it quite you know, could have quite easily spread across the whole country, you know, different uh different things going on. But yeah, I think, you know, Biden's got his work cut out for him. But pretty much what Simon just said really is my is my thoughts on it as well.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Um I'm gonna add my two cents in, uh now it's,
3: it's echoing. It
0: feels like it's gonna be an echo chamber, but I just echo what what's previously been, been said. But I think um the thing that I found quite, and I kind of looked into this, the thing I found quite alarming was that this has been brewing, especially throughout the, his presidency. But in terms of like what people need to understand, when a president obviously gives a speech, it's not his words necessarily, that he's got a team behind him. He has speech writers. That speech gets put through many people before it gets to Trump. And the language that he's using, you know, he was saying that they're tr- in some of these speeches, they're trying to indoctrinate our children. It's the, just the way, the, the language, it's, it's a time for strength. These are some of the direct quotes that are coming from a president. And the worrying thing is that this man, this is, is like Trump is, is a result of what happens when you don't discipline your child. It's like, we've watched him sit on sit in the Oval Office and he's been like a brat. And for me, it, the most worrying thing for me is that he's been allowed to do that, that no one stopped him. And the, the groups that were going up on Facebook from when he lost the election, um, the far right, uh, I'm going to include some, some of the groups like the Proud Boys, they were really, some of the messages that were going down it was like, yeah, we're getting ready to do something. These groups are obviously you know, they've like, you've got the CIA, you've got the FBI that are monitoring these sorts of, they should be monitoring these sorts of groups. And the fact that nothing was done to stop it, like the tweets, there were tweets going out hours before before what happened in January 6th, we're on our way. There were, there were people gathering with their cars and stuff that we're on our way and stuff like that and the shocking thing is you heard reports that there were people going in there with guns zip-, zip wire, police issue like handcuffs and stuff like that, they were going what were they planning to do were they planning to kidnap people were they planning to torture people they were planning a coup, that's what it is These, this isn't rioters, they're terrorists as Jez, as Jez said These are, they're traitors to the, they're traitors to democracy, to what people stand for. And I think these people need to get the harshest sentences ever. And even if there needs to be a new act that um, punishes these sorts of direct domestic terrorists, because they've literally just, you know, they say they support the troops and stuff like that. And this is what the troops fight for democracy and Donald Trump and, his supporters have literally just... They've just disrespected it in the biggest way possible. Everyone's going to look back at this Trump presidency. He, he's a failure. He, he's a failure. He promised, like, to build a wall. That didn't happen. A lot of failures. And Biden and Harris have got their work cut out, as has been said. I think it's, there's still people out there, like, Trump had 88 million followers. but I think 70-odd people still voted for Trump. So as much as we can say how much, you know, because I think the media does polarise Trump supporters. It's like, you're either Trump supporter or Biden supporter. There's no grey area. It's a, I think Biden and Harris's pre- um term is going to have to be the case where they're having to unite the country and it feels and it's going to be a tough job and it's not, everyone's got to come together and that's my thoughts on it. Has anyone got anything else to add?
1: No. No, Rich, I think it's spot on. I think everybody was spot on with the you know, with the words we mentioned there. But um, like I say, it's good riddance to Trump. <laughs> good
0: riddance Absolutely. to Trump. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're off to our next segment. We're going to look at health and fitness during lockdown. In, in that's why you're on, Nick. Um, <laughs> obviously, um, we're in a national lockdown, and um, I'm I'm going to speak from personal experience. You know, yeah. I signed up to the gym. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get. I did it in. I think December and I was like yeah I have started to go into gym regularly and obviously this lockdown is just disrupting my plans I've had to think of like kind of alternative ways to obviously get my exercise in as a personal trainer Nick or PT because I know the lingo <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just going to ask you a couple of questions and just to uh, give uh, me and the guys and our listeners advice that you would give to people during this lockdown yeah, um, go so, so the first question I'm going to ask is what are some changes that we can do to maintain a healthy and active lifestyle and routine while the world Mm. having said that
3: to limiting the exposure of COVID-19? I I think it really depends on who you or who the individual is before lockdown happens. You know, if you're a a full on athlete or someone that's very serious about the gym, um, you know, you've got that kind of fitness mindset or that healthy mindset 24 seven. Not an awful lot is really going to change, apart from the fact that you can't go to the gym, which is just really a big building with machines and a lot of social media going on. I mean, the most important things that we need to do, I think, in lockdown is to maintain a healthy lifestyle, as in healthy eating. Think about what we're eating it's it's very easy to kind of especially during the first lockdown when it was all brand new to us i mean now we're a little bit more we we understand it a little bit better like it was very easy to just binge netflix while we're in ben and jerry's at 10 o'clock in the morning and we probably don't really want to do that if we want to be healthy so simon's so like yeah that's me <laughs> <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> he's doing it i can see him doing it now um, <laughs> so you know we still got to think about what we we are eating that's that's number one is food over fitness every single time it's more about what you consume rather than what you output the input is more important than the output you know so we can you know what what's wrong with you know if we look back 20 30 years to when we did pe and we did jumping jacks and push-ups and mountain climbers and running up and down the stairs high knees you know lunges squats things like that so you know if if that's you know let's maybe you know maintain that kind of thing on a daily basis you know the i think the most important thing is to get some fresh air you know go outside breathe there's a lot of um, clients that i had before lockdown that now they've kind of I've, 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 most most PTs, including myself, we've changed to we're now online based or pretty much most of it online. We do a little bit outside maybe, but generally it's online because we still got to make money, so it's got to be online. Some people don't necessarily want to do that and they don't want to meet me outside because it's cold or whatever the excuse might be. So <laughs> they're kind of not doing anything at all. So to, to those kind of people, I would say the most important thing is you just go outside and breathe um you know still chat to people try and maintain that kind of that healthy mindset as well i mean we've got things like zoom you've got whatsapp facebook etc we're quite advanced you know it's not like the war for example 100 years ago when we couldn't speak to anyone if we was really isolated then we're not really that isolated now um but again i think it you know it comes down to what you were like as a person before lockdown really happened you know i mean uh, if you've just decided to wake up one day and decide to get fit or you know turn over a a new chapter of health and fitness you're probably going to struggle a little bit because you haven't got the gym to go to but yeah you know i guess to answer your question in a nutshell you know get outside breathe clean air chat to people when you can do whether it's in local supermarket or on zoom for example you know and think about what you're eating think about what you're consuming you know um make better choices there's no good and bad good and bad is not really something we want to say as an example because it's you know most people would know a chicken breast fill it was probably better than the tub and ben and jerry's except for simon of course but you know
2: <laughs> no, but i just made the wrong choice
3: yeah yeah <laughs> um so you know generally you know think just think about you know getting some fresh air and if you can add a little bit of exercising on your own i mean there's plenty of free stuff to do as well or plenty of pts like me that will charge you but you know you know just move move basically and that's, that's probably the best answer I can really give. I mean, all we're really missing is, is the gym. And the gym's just a building, just like your house, really.
2: I think probably that's the thing, I like that answer. People are just at home so much now, especially, with you know, with working from home. And I know Mrs Selkirk, she's been working from home for like the, the past 10 months. Like, you know, quite a lot of people have since the first lockdown and has never gone back into the office since. And it's just... She struggles getting out at, at times as well, particularly now because she's she's busy during the day doing her work, and then you know it gets dark quicker and everything. So then going for a walk, she doesn't really want to go for a walk in the dark. So, but the food thing is interesting because you know the good old obligatory post Christmas, post New Year diet, and not diet in, in the sense of where you you know necessarily eating less, but you're more conscious of what you're putting in. Like you said, Nick, and you you know you're thinking about what you're putting in because. Particularly when you live in a, in an area as we do that has takeaways that are very cheap, and mm. you know it's very convenient to just buy takeaway food. So I know for us, something that's worked really well since that well since I went back to work working in education, Mrs. Selkirk's been like meal prepping on the Sundays, so maybe cooking a few meals that we that we've then just got in the fridge ready to bung in the microwave when I get home. So it's it's convenient in that sense, but it's also it's not it's not crap that we're eating and that, yeah. you know, that is, that is helping. And we've only been, this is like the third week and that, that is something that we're both seeing, you know, differences with um, in terms of an energy, if you like, particularly, you know, with not being able to get out so much. Cause I, I do like to run, but I'm in that vicious cycle that I do like to run cause it helps with my mental health as well and stress. But then if, if I am, if, you know, if I've had quite a long day at work, I don't want to then come home and I can't. It's, it's. I need to really force myself to go running, and that's the issue that I have. It's forcing myself to go running. So one thing that usually does work for me, but you know, is is if I buy a new running t shirt, then I want to try it out and go running. But I can't keep buying a new running t shirt, you know, every day when I want to go running. So I've already been building up quite a big collection, and um, and I just need to just wear them quite regularly. So I know that I need to force myself to go. But the eating thing, Nick, um, as I said, that 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 just rings bells with me because, in a good way, because that's what we're doing, and it is something that is working so far. Because we, you know, we usually have takeaway Fridays, and we've not had a takeaway since the fifth of January, which was my birthday, and that was the only reason we had a takeaway. So we're not doing too bad on that yeah. front. Um,
3: it, yeah, it's you know, it's different strokes for different folks. It's. everyone's situation is different um the one thing we'll when you said the word diet most people look at the word diet like it's restrictive Mm. we we don't want to do because that's not that's not good for you um you know your diet is just basically everything in versus everything out like your input of calories versus your output of calories like the word diet is generally like you said like restricting something like oh i want a chocolate bar i'm not allowed to have a chocolate bar you know which is just silly yeah but it's 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 different you know it's it's mad you're talking about people working from home it's like it's almost been a year of Mm. of, of a lot of probably maybe 90 percent of the country just sitting at home (laughs) really um and it is it's um it's an individual basis i mean there's the you know there's the basic sort of 101 information which is you know move and things like that um but of course a lot of people are very isolated at the moment like you were saying i mean luckily i i don't know richard too well but i think we're all sort of lucky that we've got family and friends, et cetera, around us, or, or we're living with them. Well, some people are completely alone. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, yeah, so it's a, it's a it's a sad situation, really, but it's it's an individual case by case, probably case study. But, yeah, <clears throat> you know, the basics are always going to be there. Try and eat the healthier food. Um, doesn't mean you can't have the takeaway, et cetera. But generally, you know, thing, things that you cook are probably a lot better than things that you buy pre-packaged or cheap takeaways for example you know if you can i know the weather's not very nice at the moment but if you can just Breathe some clean air, even if it's just for, you know, try and give yourself a lunch break, which sounds very, I mean, it's been, it's probably been a good seven or eight years since I had an office job. So I've probably forgotten that office mentality and what it's like to kind of sit at your desk. But the, the few people, or the, maybe the five or six people that I know that have got office jobs and they're now working from home, they all say the same thing is that they don't stop and it's kind of nine o'clock in the morning till seven o'clock at night and they're doing two or three hours more work and haven't eaten they haven't like the TV might be on in the background, but they haven't took a break from literally what we're doing now, like staring at a computer and typing, Mm. you know, and that brings in a lot of other things like the rounded shoulders, things like that. You've got the rounded shoulders, you've got the bad back, the posture issues and things. And it's just, it kind of like, you know, you don't have if you enjoy running go for a run obviously but you don't have to just go running and if you've got the the bad back and the bad knees and stuff like that you you definitely want to go running go running if you enjoy running but you shouldn't be forced to go running if you can walk even just you know walk into the shop or walk into your takeaway shop you know and not using Uber Eats you know that's that's a start yeah. <laughs> you know things like that um some you know the, I think the, the best quote I've ever heard And I'm not sure if I made it up. I might have made it up. Everyone wants to play the cup final like today, but you've got to play the fixtures that lead up to the cup final or you won't get to the cup final. So it's kind of like people see the end result normally by looking at Instagram influencers and whatever, where they see some like ripped guy on me, for example, (laughs) like, you know, they see that and that's what I want to look like, but that's the cup final right there. But every single day you've got to add these small changes that get the big result uh, you know, you got to play the afternoon, Saturday afternoon games or the, the cold, wet Tuesday evening games in the middle of nowhere in front of 20 people on a, on a waterlogged pitch. If you don't play that, you can't get mm. to Wembley, you know, and it's the small changes we make every day. So I guess if anyone or, you know, you three boys or if anyone else was listening that was stuck at the moment and they don't know what to do because the gym's closed and they can't cook and things like that, I'd probably say just get a pen and paper out, write things down, make a little list. Um, and just try and what can you do to change that? Um, you know, if you have 50 chocolate bars a day, can I just have 25 and already like, it's not healthy by a boring personal trainers PT, as Richard said, um, kind of (laughs) mentality or way of looking at it, but it's a lot better than 50, you know, if you just, and it's these small little changes, can you just get up from your desk, you know, do a few kind of stretches and just the little changes, that's all. And, you know, right. give it a few weeks, a month maybe, stick with a, a certain routine and see if it's working, if it's not, change it up a little bit. But there has to be a change to make a change, you know. So it's just, mm. it's the little things. It's not, it's not, the. it's the little things that snowball, like we say, you know. It's. Right. Um, but yeah, little change is big result. And that's probably the best way to really answer the question for as a whole, you know. If there's anything to add on to that, ask me, obviously. <laughs>
1: Chet, <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you got anything to add, mate? No, i was just going back to what you said, Nick. I think you're hitting there on the head when you talked about my like, office workers and kind of just in that mentality. A lot of my, I'd say, well, at my company, a lot of people are working from home and they're office space normally. So that mentality of kind of like 9 to 7, 9 to 8 even, that's almost, yeah. in, it's, it's embedded now in a lot of the members of staff because of, the mentality they want to get, they feel like they've got a lot of work they can complete at home without getting that pressured. So again, it's that that kind of mentality. Can you, you know I mean? You have to do, almost reenact to, as to what you're doing in the office, as to how you used to do it, getting up a bit and having breaks. I mean, that was always something we were told. Get up and have at least a break, stand up, walk around for a bit.
3: Yeah. Honestly, yeah. put it in your journal or yeah. your, your yeah. timetable each day, like mm. 30 minutes, go outside yeah (laughs) like or you know Uh, stand up and just just move your body about a little bit you will be hunched over like this Mm. um you know reverse it bring it back the other way squeeze your shoulder blades together Uh, but i would always say to someone if they're if they are making a diary or a journal you know write things down because no one writes things down anymore everything's on phones or ipads laptops etc so you know write it down post-it notes stick it on the freezer on the mirror the back of the door you know do this today do that today and um you know we're we're creatures of habit you have to kind of break the habit i mean how long does it take for someone to stop smoking for example you know things kind of things like that and we have to slowly but surely cut down you know you can't really go cold turkey on most things um write it down have a plan stick to it adapt it and progress really that's probably the answer
0: Uh,
3: thank you nick just gonna add something um
0: what i kind of do I know it's going to sound ridiculous. I've got a Nintendo Switch and um, I've got me and my little girl. We do dance 2000, no, 2020. We've got like the dance game and the ring fit and the dance game. It is a a serious workout um, because a lot of people and there's even apps on your phone. I thought it was a joke. Like I bought it and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I could do this. Yeah and my daughter's very energetic and we did like three or four and I'm sweating and I'm having to, we've got to stop. We need to get a drink of water. I've noticed when I've played the switch with her, it's easier getting her to bed at night or when I've taken her for a walk, it's easier getting her to bed at night. So like obviously today, um, because of the schoolwork, we haven't had the chance to do it. So I know it's like my girlfriend's putting her to bed now. for it's a bit more difficult to put her to bed, so obviously tomorrow we're gonna be playing a lot of the switch or going for walks or stuff like that. Just sitting, just because it's it's that mental and it's that social, it's it's doing everything like you know you're you're moving, you're having fun, and it's it's not just good for your physical health but for your mental health as well. Yeah. One last question I want to ask you, Nick. Yeah, and this is yeah. gonna be a bit of a advertisement for you. Why should I get a? Why should someone get a personal trainer
3: or PT? Um, number one, because I don't want to get kicked out of my house. I need to pay the bills, so I would appreciate any money. Don't care, about, yeah. that, <laughs> don't care <laughs> about that, mate. Don't no, care about that, mate. Number three, less importantly, um, <laughs> make sure you're doing things right and correctly, and you're not going to hurt yourself. That's probably the biggest thing. You know, any anyone can kind of turn on some really dodgy youtube workout and do something really poor with some you know doing squats with someone that's never done proper squats in their life for example it's such terrible form out there it's ridiculous um (laughs) (laughs) but make sure you're doing things properly you know assess kind of assess like give you a plan basically If, if we're going back to the old world maybe and not not in today's time frame but most people they go. They go to work nine to five, for example. When they're like, right, do spreadsheets, done spreadsheets, send emails, emails, phone calls, phone calls, and you do this, this, this. Got to get to work at nine o'clock. Got to leave work at five o'clock. But then when they're left to their own devices outside of that time, they kind of go off the rails a little bit, and they don't really know what they're doing. So it's the same. Coming back to the the, the fitness stuff, and the I don't really know what to do in lockdown. You kind of need a bit of structure, and everywhere everyone, even PTs have PTs. To be honest. So we all need someone to basically tell us what to do. Really, because we're all we're all lazy creatures of habit and whatnot. So I guess it's to assess your form, make sure you're doing stuff properly, give you a plan, something to actually do, otherwise you're just gonna do easy stuff. I would, so I'm guessing you would as well. And encouragement. It's got the missus shouting out encouragement. <laughs> you know, she just showered encouragement, me. right? <laughs> true story. She just brought me over this huge bottle of beer. Right? So, so let's knock back true. a few beers and talk about fitness. Right? That's, that's the way to do it. So, the to do it. So that's the way to do it. That's the way I do it. And the pen and chair is yeah. over there as well. um So <laughs> you need some. You need someone to tell you what to do. Basically, yeah. You need that structure, that routine, that plan, and that you know. Someone to give you a yeah, someone to give you that plan, really, to be to be honest. That's that's probably the the main the main thing. Um the PTs, a good PT anyway, would tell you or give you what you need and not what you necessarily want. Um, you know, you might want to be that Arnie in the 70s type of physique or have that type of physique, you know, but what you need is to sort out your lower back pain, for example. Or you you need and stuff like that and your yeah. your old man hips and whatever. You know, which all come down from <laughs> sitting in the chair. So little things, little things like that, really. Yeah, yeah. And try and keep you on the straight path and not, you know, what kind of supplements should I have and what Instagram mm-hmm. influencer should I buy a PDF off of and nonsense like that, really. So there you go. Well, a, Matt, just going you...
1: back there, there's a saying um, that Brett the Hitman Heart used to say, you can't always get what you want, but you get what you need. See? Oh <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> um, so we're
0: gonna be one. Thanks like, so for that. Honestly, Nick, I think what you were saying about people like habits and stuff like that. And mm. I think you offering that service where you're giving people that structure is very valuable and I don't think I don't know if you realise how important it will be because you're not just helping them out in terms of their physical fitness but their mental fitness as well but um i'm not gonna let that 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 sweet transition into um, our next segment uh, which is we're gonna talk about wrestling and i've i've prepared some questions and i'm just gonna get my notepad out because i do write things down by the way okay so we're gonna um segment into our wwe quickfire questions yeah so I've prepared these questions and i want to ask you, Nick. And then I'll throw, I throw—I might throw it to the other guys if I feel like it. But you know, <laughs> you know, you, you're the special one today, isn't it? You're the great one, the great one, the chosen uh, one. Yeah, you oh, see, you, chose, you see, see what I did there, mate? <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm getting them all in now.
0: Okay, then. So, Nick, yeah. best wrestler? What, who's your best wrestler ever? Yeah, ever? Uh, Shawn Michaels.
3: Shawn Michaels, the Heartbreak Kid. Yeah. Okay. Best match you've watched? There's different matches for different reasons. Mm. Just best match. Come on. Come on. Recently, recently, like, I mean, as recent as what, two weeks ago, was it uh, NXT? Uh, Like the stuff that Finn Balor's doing with Carl O'Reilly. And then you've got Pete Dunne in there. And you've got, you know, like Walter and uh, was it Dragon Off from NXT UK? You know, but then that's a completely different best match to, let's say, Undertaker Mankind, Hell in the Cell. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Oh, that's my one. So, you know, I mean, mm. <sighs> different different strokes, different folks. So, I don't know. Let's there's, there's just like, say Undertaker Mankind, keep you sweet. Okay. Keep it sweet. Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: What's your best moment? Like the best moment. Like if say if you wanted to get someone to watch wrestling, what is like your that one moment you were like, Wow. What's the, what's the
3: <laughs> Not Katie Vick. <laughs> Anyone who don't know that and they're listening now and now Googling Katie Vick. Yeah. <laughs> um, you've got again, you've got do you have, you know, the technical kind of masterpiece, like the sort of Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles stuff? Okay, what about the wow, that wow, like, the moment where
0: your jaw drops. First time your jaw drops. It's, got, dropped, to be, jaw you know, it's got to be
3: Foley off the top of the cell. Because when, yeah. when people say, you know, oh, this stuff's fake or whatever, it's like, mm. watch this, yeah. you know, Absolutely. and that's... <laughs> And, and that was it. real.
1: That was real, wasn't it? I mean happened.
3: Been... <laughs> i mean, the big. guy's being thrown off a what a 20-foot cell. I mean, obviously they exaggerate bad, and say 50 foot, but you know, <laughs> yeah. it's still it's still a pretty big impact for something that's not real. Well,
1: Jim Jim Ross normally uh
2: bigs it up, doesn't he? My god, I'm in fucking
3: I, I I was reading once upon a time in one of Mick Foley's books the way he doesn't like the way they exaggerate. It's like when they talk about like the raw stage used to be about like five or six foot high and they'd be like thrown off the top of the stage and Jim Russell said like, oh, I was a, thrown off a 20 foot stage and Foley well, like, would be like head and shoulders above the stage. So either he's like 22 foot tall or there's some sort of exaggeration going on. Uh, it is what it is. It's wrestling. Enjoy it.
0: It's determined. Uh, okay, then. Uh- <laughs> Next question: Most unlikely champion. Probably what that's been a champion. Yeah, that's been a champion. Where w- after you watch a match, you're like, "What the hell just happened?"
3: Probably like Jinder Mahal. Mm. Someone like yeah, someone like that. J- d- yeah, yeah, probably, probably someone <laughs> like that. Someone that's like just like not pushed or anything. Just mm. yeah, yeah, you know he. Sh- he it doesn't. De- I mean, it's you know great for. Oh, you know the first time you know Seamus beat Cena, and I think he, Cena kind of fell off the rope, and it was a tables match, and he went through the table, yeah. and it was kind of oh this wasn't supposed to happen kind of thing. And it's you know yeah I- shock value. I can understand that being that I'm old enough now to kind of understand things, but just yeah. <laughs> you know Jinder Mahal, probably that's it. Don't hinder Jinder. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hinder Jinder.
0: Okay, best theme song.
3: Um... Best entrance music. DX. Oh yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> maybe. The original. I don't know if they've changed a few times, but the original maybe. But I mean, okay. you know, yeah. King of Kings is good. Mowerheads. Yeah. M- <laughs> best m- music from the
2: attitude area, I think. Yeah, the theme song is yeah. Anything yeah. from that
3: era? yeah. <laughs> you yeah. 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 Best uh, best finisher. Um well at the I mean at the moment it seems like the um surprise roll up. No one ever kicks out of that. Really? It's a 24-7 yeah. title <laughs> match. <right? laughs> yeah. it's like every week, there's 20 surprise roll-ups. Uh, yeah. I always thought the, you know, the best finisher was something that you could do to everyone. And it puts everyone down. So, you know, if you go back in history, you've got the DDT. No one ever kicks out of DDT. You know, uh, it's only been... It's where I, I used to be, maybe a hardcore fan, and now I'm more of a casual fan. And like, you know, every big match has got twenty finishing moves before there's a finisher, and the finisher's not finisher, you know, or the finishing move is yeah. the finisher move. If that makes sense, anyway. But you know, yeah. I think yeah, people you know, never the, used to
2: kick out with finishers, did they? No, never. I mean, no, I yeah, them, yeah. No, like I mean, if, if they
3: did, it was a big deal. I'm going to say, sweet in music. Yeah, you <laughs> because you could hit it from anywhere and just. You know, like that yeah, really. Yeah. And it was over. Yeah. And you could do
0: it to anyone as well. Okay. Now this is this is I think I'm proud of yeah. this question, yeah. So, you know, be kind. Okay. So you're gonna make your ultimate match. So what type of match would it be? And who would who would fight in this match, either if they're dead or alive, new or
3: new wrestler or older wrestler? Ladder matches all yeah, ladder match, match has type? always been my my go-to gimmick match. Who's taking part? I prefer prefer one-on-one ladder matches to Mm. eight-man ladder matches, only because they seem a bit too choreographed, in a way. You've got to go for, like, in my opinion, you've got to go for, like, the kind of 95 to 97 Shawn Michaels Mm. when he just bumped for everyone. And maybe that kind of 2000 Jeff Hardy and just have them kind of just bump around for each other really that's probably yeah May, maybe yeah i don't know i'm on the spot so I'm, I'm just saying michaels 97 michaels attitude michaels jeff hardy before all the abuse and the injuries <laughs> healthy hardy versus, uh, healthy uh, hardy. versus <laughs> hbk <laughs> 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 uh
0: thank you nick that was all the questions um i'm gonna throw it to you guys yeah but you've got to do it. you know i gave nick the chance you know to think about it. but you guys it's going to be quickfire and i'm going to start with you simon yeah you ready yes go on. okay then okay best wrestler
2: I, I, I'm, I'm going face, from, face, the, face. from the childhood the attitude area um, it has yeah. to be, um stone cold and the rock i say it has to be both just because for the entertainment no, just one, just one, just well, one. Well, I'm, I'm I'm merging the two, which I can't separate them. So your quick answer <laughs> is Stone <don't> Cold. <call clears throat> best match. Best match. I'm to agree, Nick. I think it has to be that Hell in a Cell match. That was just it, it. was that moment again, like Nick said. All the naysayers, wrestling's not real. Look at look at that guy with a tooth stuck up his nose. That's just come out and tell us it's not real.
0: Okay. Best moment.
2: Best moment. Maybe just one of the comedy moments again. I think when the stuff that Stone Cold did with McMahon, that whole storyline, when he the beer baths, you know, the many beer baths, were, you know, from the truck. <laughs> I, I used to love the comedy elements, and you know, uh, so I, th- I think yeah. Okay.
0: Most unlikely champion
2: for a different reason, um, probably Foley. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was big at the time, but. He doesn't look like a champion. He never looked like a champion, did he? And it was, it was, it was, it was quite surprising at the at the time, just because of who he, who he was. Even though he had a lot of traction, it was like, oh, he doesn't have that look that the typical champions of that time had. Okay, best theme song. I think again, I'm agreeing with Nick the the DX the original DX song. You know when that when that doof doof that hit in. <laughs> that was just like Yo, yes they're coming out and they're going to do some outlandish yeah okay best finisher i'm gonna have to say the stunner but only when it was done to the rock because of the way the Rock used to sell that stunner that it was completely over the top but again the comedy element
1: yeah.
2: the way he sold that and that that was just something that always stands out for me <laughs>
0: okay Last, last question is, okay, your ideal match. What's
2: the match like and who takes part in it? This is, this is a really tough one. Man. I quite like, I, I like a lot of the, you know, the wrestlers, like I said, like Austin and The Rock and the way they used to sell stuff, even though they didn't necessarily have a great move set. But I do, I actually, um, I like a lot of the high flyers. So um, some of the daring stuff that they do, it's a really tough choice. I quite like Ricochet at the moment. He Some of the stuff he does is it, it's just like going to, to the next level. So maybe somebody Ricochet-ish. It'll have to be Ricochet for mm. now because you put me on the spot and I'm buying, trying to buy myself time. Um, okay. actually, I know um, you <laughs> maybe the, the early days, Jeff Hardy, again, just because of some of those moves that he used to pull off. He still does some of them now, but it's not quite the same when you're in your mid-40s and, you you know, you've (laughs) used yourself quite a lot. So I think something like that, yeah, some of the high flyers. But then, you know, you had Eddie Guerrero, He used to pull off some great moves for the the time and the charisma and the way he used his character. That's a really tough one. It's a really tough one. Stop looking at your wrist, your wrist uh, No time. I'm looking Do for you know what time. I'm looking Because it's yeah. meant to be Quick fire innit I'm just going to have to say Ricochet against Early early days Jeff Hardy
0: <laughs> Alright then no, Thank you Jeez Okay Jess You're not going to let us down yet It's going to be quick fire innit Like fire Unlike Simon
1: <laughs> Fire away <laughs> Alright <laughs> then Best wrestler Best wrestler for me okay. uh, Stone Cold Hands down Okay. So best match. Best match. Now, I think the best match I ever saw, I know you guys have kind of gone through with the Undertaker Mankind one, but I think the best match I saw was Bret the Hitman Heart against Stone Cold. I think that match was pretty, pretty intense. And it was the only time I'd seen Stone Cold not quit and he did submit. I think he passed out. Must have been blood pouring down his face, but that was an incredible match. Uh, that kind of put him on the map. Yeah. Stone Cold did, I think, from that match. I think it. I think the best moment was when Shawn Michaels first won the, um, the title, when he actually won the uh, the world heavyweight title. I think that was one. Seeing the ring and the whole like celebration, the tears, how much it meant to him. I think that was pretty. That was pretty good. You could tell from when he was a kid. I know Nick used to look up to HBK as well. That you know, I mean, he was. That's all he wanted it to ever be. And I think for him, it was a dream he fulfilled as a young boy. And seeing the emotion on his face and how he, you know, I mean, won something. It's almost like you know, I mean. That could be anybody in any type of sport, even though it was entertainment at its finest. So I think that was probably um yeah, him winning that title was probably one of the best months I saw on T V. Um in, in Western, shall I say? Yeah. Uh, most unlikely champion. We're gonna say Gilberg winning the hardcore title. I
2: mean that was week on Raw. <laughs> I mean, That's I, don't a team, Gil- it? I don't know what happened to <laughs> Gilbert. I don't know what happened but that, that was just ridiculous. he's returned. He was on Raw. He was on Raw. Did, he?
0: <laughs> Did he? Oh, Lord. Uh, <laughs> best themes. <laughs> best best, um, best, themes on.
1: Oh, it has to be uh, Mark Henry's Sexual Chocolate. That would just... <laughs> 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 I mean, that has to be just the most funniest music ever. I mean... <laughs> you come down with some sort of romantic oh, no. melody and uh,
0: stuff,
1: just doesn't so make sense.
0: Yeah, uh, sexual chocolate by Wire. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, best finisher. I've got tears in my eyes. Jeez. um, best finisher. Oh,
1: best finisher. I think I'm on a par here. It's either the, the stunner or the Cripple Crossface by Benoit. I mean, those moves <laughs> were. <laughs> yeah mm. I, I mean I've been watching Nitro again so seeing him in the ring I know obviously he, what, what happened with him yeah. in his personal life was pretty, pretty tragic and stuff and what he did but I mean as a wrestler he was probably the most technical technically gifted wrestler at, in, at his time it was almost like the baton was passed to him from Bret Hart to him really I mean yeah it's just a shame what happened but I think his move was impressive uh, and Stone Calls was just as he like said gold dust. <laughs> you know what I mean yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, people. Yeah, Vince McMahon was at the end of that many a time. Um, okay, so your idol match, what type of match would it be and who would be in it?
1: I think the match that I um, that would have loved to have seen would have been a a tables, ladders and chairs match between the bad guy Razor Ramon, I know he used to be, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> and um, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I think that would be a match I would love to see. That, I, that would have been. <laughs> okay. Both bad guys, meaning that the only you don't like anyone. That would be a match I'm obviously
0: seeing. All right, then that's all the questions. Okay, I'm gonna answer the questions. So I'm gonna answer some questions myself. So um, my best wrestler the, uh,
2: in quick time, aren't you, Rich? Yeah, quick. Time... Wow, yeah. You no, Jilly you know, we were out today. Allowed.
0: Wow, Kitty's <laughs> got his claws out today. Um... <laughs> my best wrestler, Ultimate Warrior. Best match, I would have to say it was. Oh, what's it? Ultimate. Oh, Ultimate Warrior versus Hulk Hogan. Like, oh, I just love that match. I wouldn't say my best moment. But,
2: not the one Not uh, the one from, from WCW, surely. I think,
0: it was. <laughs> I think that's
2: the match I'm thinking of. I think
0: that's the match I'm thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I wouldn't say this is my best moment, but the moment that it, it literally gave me nightmares was when, you remember when Jake the Snake, Snake, Bit savage Savage. when he bit savage, yeah. When he bit savage, that was an epic moment. Like the way that that snake was just chewing his arm, chewing, chewing, just chewing at him. And yeah, that was an amazing moment. Um, The most unlikely champion for me was Rey Mysterio, Mm. is because like Mick Foley, he is not his build alone. Like he's he's a very small guy. He's you know he's a very technical fighter. But when you're going against some of the guys that he was facing at the time, and he was winning, it was just and the joy that he experienced when he won the t- that title finally, it was it was like amazing. Best um, theme song, it has to be Hulk Hogan's one. Loved it. Um, I was a whole, <laughs> I was I was all about the Hulkamania back in the days. The best finisher, I would have to agree, was the stunner because I think it just got used so much times. I remember. I can't remember where I think Austin just went crazy and he stunned everyone. Like he was just, he was absolute carnage. Where he was stunning everyone. I, that's when I fell in love with it. My ideal match would have to be Hell in a Cell, and it would have to be the Ultimate Warrior versus Austin. I think that would because they're very intense fighters, and I think that match would have just been. Epic. It would just have been epic. Um, yeah. Okay, thank you for listening to our first podcast of 2021. I just hope everyone's just staying state safe and you know, they've got their health. And I know this lockdown is getting, you know, it's getting very troublesome, but you just gotta ride it out until the wheels fall off and <laughs> it will end someday. And um Nick, I'd like to thank you for coming on and just um Giving us the insight into uh, you know being a bit more healthy, and I hope um, everyone can apply that to life. My um, life, fight, Simon, Jez yes, um, thank you, and um, that's us signing out. Thank you, bye. Thanks, thanks, thanks.